Life Audio. Hey friends, welcome to the Hearing Jesus for Kids podcast. Do you ever feel like you want to know more about the Bible, but that it's kind of hard to understand? Do you want to share your faith with your friends, but have a hard time figuring out how to do that? Do you want to learn how to connect the Bible to your real life? Well, then this is the show for you. My name is Rachel, and I'm your host. I've been a children's pastor for a long time, and one of my favorite things is helping kids learn how to understand the Bible. I think that sometimes people think that the Bible is just for adults, but God actually really wants kids to know about Him. So on this podcast, we're going to learn all about God's big story and how He shows Himself to us through the Bible. As we learn together what the Bible stories actually mean, we can learn how to live out our faith in our everyday life. Hey friends, welcome back to the Hearing Jesus for Kids podcast. I'm your host, Rachel. Today we're talking more about prayer. Yesterday, we learned some important things that the Bible has to say about prayer. But today we're going to start looking at a very special prayer in the Bible. In Matthew 6, verses 9 through 13, Jesus shares what we call the Lord's Prayer. I could tell you all about it, but I think it's better to go to our Bibles and read what it says for ourselves. So I'm going to read it now. It says, pray like this, our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today the food we need. And forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against us. And don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. The first thing we read about in this section of this prayer is the words pray like this. Jesus doesn't tell us to pray this prayer word for word every time we pray. Instead, he says pray like this because this is a prayer of example of how we should pray and some of the things that we could pray for. If you think for a minute about some common books that you may even have at your house called how to draw books, the way that how to draw books are is they have an example set up for you to copy. If you had, let's say, a monster truck that you were trying to copy, you would look at the how to draw book and you would look at the steps that they had and you would try to copy it on the other side of the page. Well, our prayers are kind of like that. The Lord's Prayer is kind of like the how to pray model. When we copy it, it's not going to look exactly the same. It's going to be our version of that kind of prayer. So the Lord's Prayer shows us how to pray, but our prayers will look a little bit different than this. And your prayer is going to be a little bit different than my prayer. But Jesus gave us a prayer as an example of how to pray But it doesn't mean that we have to pray like that every single time. And it certainly doesn't mean that we have to use those same words every single time. Yesterday, we talked about how prayer is just like talking to your father. And the part of this prayer I want to bring your attention to is how he says, Our Father in Heaven. The first part of a letter or email when you send it always addresses somebody, the person that you're talking to. So think about maybe a letter or an email. If you were going to write a letter to your friend Jake that lived across the country, you would start off your letter by saying, Dear Jake, or an email, it would say, Dear Jake. You always start by addressing the person that you're talking to. So you say things like, Dear Grandma, 
Dear Jake, or if you were writing a business, maybe you wanted to write to an organization or maybe you want to write to a restaurant to ask for some coupons or some free burgers. You would say, Dear McDonald's, saying things like that, let the person know who the letter is for. It's kind of like that when we communicate with God. We open our prayers by addressing who he is. So we say things like, Dear God or Father. The way the Lord's Prayer opens is a great way to address God when it says our Father in heaven, because that's exactly who God is. You know, the people of Israel did think of God as the Father of Israel. But when Jesus said it, it was extra special because he used a special word, Abba, that basically means Daddy. And I love that because it's such a clear example of who God wants to be in our lives. Think with me for a minute about what it means to be a good father or what it's like to have a good father. Good fathers or good parents are people that you can trust. You know that they love you. They're fun or they're loving or maybe they're good at fixing things or they help us learn new things. They protect us. They provide for us. They discipline us when we need it. They listen to us. We can talk to them whenever we need to. We can talk to them wherever they are. They help guide us to do things, and they have all sorts of other good qualities that help us understand their love for us. Now, not every single human father is like that, but did you know that God is always like that? God has all of these qualities that good fathers have, but there's so much more that we can't even imagine. The Bible says God isn't just our father, he's a good father. And as a good father, he's always waiting for us to talk to him, just like we talked about yesterday. He loves us no matter what, and he wants to spend time with us in prayer. And then the next part talks about keeping God's name holy. What does that mean? Or what's it mean to keep God's name holy in our lives? Well, let's first think about names. Names are special and important to us, and it feels good when people remember our names and use our names. Another way to think about names is to think about the names we have for different people. Some people are referring to me when they talk to me as Rachel, and other people call me mom, and other people call me honey like my husband does, or sometimes people will call me pastor. Those aren't the names that my mom and dad gave me, but those are still really important names to me. I'm sure that your parents love it when you call them mommy or daddy or mom or dad, or when you talk to your grandparents and call them nana or papa or grandma or grandpa. We had different names for the different roles for the people in our lives. Well, did you know that even God has different names in the Bible? It's true. Back in the Bible times, the Jewish people chose names for their babies based on who they wanted their kids to be when they grew up or what they wanted their babies to look like or act like. Well, in kind of the same way, people in the Bible would call God different names based on the characteristics of God. Some people might call God Father. Some people might call him the Deliverer. Some people called him the Good Shepherd or the Lamb of God or the line of the tribe of Judah, even. There are so many, many names that people used for God in the Bible. 
all of these names refer to God. And it's really important that we remember that God came to earth as the perfect man, Jesus, to save us from all of our yuck and our mess and our brokenness and our sin. He took our punishment so that we wouldn't have to. And because of this, his name, his reputation, his role should be kept holy or set apart. Well, how do we do that? Well, God tells us that as Christians, we're supposed to keep his name holy by following all the commands that he gives us in the Bible. That's a whole lot of stuff. But Jesus sums it up pretty well. He says, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. And the second thing he says is love your neighbor as yourself. Basically, we can sum up all the commands of the Bible by saying love God first and love people second. When we do this, people who don't believe in Jesus see us keeping God's name holy. They see that God is set apart and different in our lives, and it makes people want to get to know Jesus, which is exactly what we want. As children of God, we want everyone to know Jesus. We want everyone to love him just like we do. Now, will we be perfect all the time? No, no way. That's why we needed Jesus in the first place. Sometimes we still sin, but God's name will still be holy when we come to him and ask him for forgiveness and ask him to help us to be obedient to what he's called us to do. We need his help to be holy. Thankfully, he gives us his help every single day and he's covered our sins because of the way that he sent Jesus to rescue us from our sins. Jesus paid the ultimate price of his life so that we could live holy and spotless lives for God. And when we live holy lives for God, we help fulfill that prayer. May your name be kept holy. Let's think about this as we pray. Father God, we thank you that you love us and you sent your son Jesus to die on the cross for us so that we could live with you forever and we could set you apart and live holy lives here on earth. God, I pray for my friends that are learning how to live for you. Would you help them in moments when they're tempted to sin or in moments when they're tempted to do the wrong thing? God, would you help them be obedient to what you've called us to do? And God, help us to share your great love for us with others. It's in Jesus' name we ask these things. Amen. friends, thanks for listening to the Hearing Jesus for Kids podcast. If you like today's show, I would love it if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. That's the number one way you can support this show. If you're wanting to dive a little bit deeper, you can also join our Patreon community to get our family discussion guides, join our private discussion groups, and have access to bonus content and additional resources every month. Hey, I'm praying for you today. Know that you are so loved. 